All right, guys, let's just get right into it because what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. This is a really important episode of the whole Laguna Hill, well, maybe not the hills, but the whole Laguna series, um, the three seasons it aired. Cabo is a staple of each season, even in season three. I mean, they had Cabo and Kendra's like, I'm so single, it's stupid. I'm like, fuck yeah, you are, Kendra. Cabo is where you want to go to drink underage. It's where you want to go to hook up with randos. It's where you want to go to be slut-shamed. It's where you want to go to sit on the beach. It's where you want to go to skimboard if you're Steven. Cabo is the place to be. And just real quick, which I think is really funny, I did a live a while back with Taylor, and all their parents were there. All their, well, not Jim and Dennis, as we know, unless I was editing, but, um, but yeah, their parents were in Cabo with them. And I was like, that's good and terrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's good if they really needed someone, but also terrifying that they're allowed to go to these clubs that are greenlit and just give me anxiety looking at them. So let's get it started, right? I mean, we start with Kristen and Alex in the nail salon. The nail salon is where all the drama happens. Kind of, kind of. It's where the girls like to chit chat. They don't sit around tables at home. They got to sit in those massage chairs, get their feet done, and talk some shit. And this is when Kristen starts talking about Sam. We know Sam from, you know, her car was donezo. She was with Sam. And when she cooked Stephen dinner, Sam called her. So Sam's been around. We just don't really get to see Sam because he did not actually want to be filmed at all, which I thought was really interesting because I know if, like, a TV show was being filmed at my school, I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to be a part of it. They would have saw me with, like, my tight ponytail and, like, acne, and they'd be like, mm, not you, not you. We can, we, we need someone else, <laughs> but I'd still want to be a part of it. So... This is when Kristen says, what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. And we're going to go back to that. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in like two seconds. So remember Kristen says it first, so we assume. So, you know, the intro happens, all that beautiful Hilary Duff singing Metamorphosis. Is that which album that was on Metamorphosis? I don't know. But Jen, this is, I remember, this was the first Laguna episode I ever saw in eighth grade. And it reminded me a lot of the real world. And I was a big real world fan. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm into this. Like, I want to watch messy people all day, every day. I'm in eighth grade. I don't drink yet. But this is what I'm going to do in high school. It's not what I did in high school. I did, I didn't drink in high school, actually. But this is when I realized, like, how rich these people were or kids were because I watched the OC so I knew it was kind of like about the OC in a way but not really but Jen starts talking about her $200 straightener she's not used to picking up after herself because her family fired their maid so she has to like get used to it I mean those are some real issues guys <laughs> what's that thing Courtney said to Kim people are dying Kim people are dying Jen no one cares but in the DVD, they um, have to blank out what Jen says because it's all allegedly. She didn't say allegedly, but her family allegedly fired her maid for stealing their silver. Something like that. And I remember that when it aired rather than like rewatching on the DVD. Because like I said, it, um, it blocks it out. But Elsie and Jen go shopping. They're, they're trying to find a bikini to look like hotties at the pool in Cabo. Who will hook up? And, you know, they all said hookups are random in Cabo. And to cl clarify the word hookup, 
um, there's like cast interviews and stuff and Lo was like, it could mean anything. So if you're hooking up with someone, you could be making out, you could be having sex, little handy J, whatever. Um, so what is it? Then LC or then Jen says, what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. Your quote for the school newspaper. And Elsie was like, you didn't quote me. So now I'm wondering, is this a Laguna saying? Did Kristen steal it from Elsie's newspaper quote? We don't know. We need to know. I need to know this. Um, I, I mean, maybe Kristen's super into the school newspaper, saw Elsie said that, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to say that first, so I get the credit. But I guess Elsie said it first, or just it's a Cabo thing. I mean... A Laguna thing that they say about Cabo. What happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. I think I need to put that on a mug. I think I'm going to put that on a mug. So check the store. Check the store. Link in bio. Um, and then maybe one of my favorite scenes of season one. I know I say that about a lot of scenes, but it's just Alex H. Kristen and Morgan S. Walking down the street. And then you hear like, we got more bouncing caliph. I'm like, oh, this is so good. It's just perfect music for the perfect scene. Like these bad bitches are going to buy their bikinis and they're going to look hot as fuck in Cabo. And of course, this is when Kristen says, can I get a large top and small bottom, please? Large top, small bottom. I don't know why that's become like a Laguna Biatch fandom thing, but it's something a lot of people quoted. I'm like, hell yeah, let's let's quote that. So there's this bikini montage, and I guess rewatching it, you know, you're like, wow, these girls are like 16 or 17. Like, this is kind of weird, right? Like, all these low shots of them working it in bikinis. I'm like, ugh. Like, rewatching it at 27, I was like, Oh, even at 27, I don't like, like, I wouldn't let someone film me like that. That's some body issues, but, <laughs> but like watching 16 year olds and I have to continuously remind myself, like these kids are 16. They are only 16. They are only 16. They do dumb shit. They say dumb shit. So that is basically my take on this whole episode with Steven, which I'll get into in a little bit. But, um, but then, of course, the the iconic tanning bed flip phone chats where Kristen asks how Alex H. is doing, and she says, you know, I'm a little hot. Well, yeah, you're, you're in a tanning bed. So cut to the bros playing golf. I'm just going to start calling them the bros because it's easier. I mean, the bros are Steven, Dieter, and Trey. Those are the bros. Um, and Jonathan, who is also on the golf team, who's kind of there, but... That isn't really, but he's a little cutie. He should have been on it, but he probably didn't really want to be. So Dieter asks Steven if he'll hook up with Elsie, and Steven's like, no way! Like, saying it through laughing, which you know is a lie if they say it through laughing. Don't, you know, someone said, I forget what it was, but they're like, Steven licks his lips a lot, and they were like, to marinate his lies. Or maybe that's a meme. I don't know. Someone said it somewhere, and it's really funny, and I think of that a lot, because Steven is constantly... Lipping, licking his lips, and I just want to give him some chapstick, and I just want him to, I just want to take care of him because those lips are not looking great. No one believes Stephen, by the way, when he says Elsie's um, not going to end up in his room. No way. So Dieter and Stephen make a $50 bet that Elsie will be in their room by the end of the first night. Stephen says it won't happen, and then Dieter just says, you know what, Stephen, you just lost 50 bucks. Boom. Roasted. And now we are in Cabo. We're in Cabo San Lucas. To play San Luca? I don't know. Cabo. We're, I'm just going to stick with Cabo. That's what I think is best for me. 
But I am so excited because I'm not going to Cabo. So I'm not excited. I'm just excited because I know what's about to happen on this episode. It's about to get real disgusting and trashy. So Elsie, Bunny, Dieter, Steven, Jessica, and Kristen all arrive together, which I think is kind of weird they didn't, like, make that more dramatic. It's like they had Elsie and Jen walk really quick, so they're ahead of the group. And then it showed um, Dieter, Jessica, Steven, and Kristen. And right as they walk up the stairs, Dieter suggests that they all have a big orgy while they're in Cabo because apparently that's what happens in Cabo, but it doesn't matter because whatever happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. So if you want to have a giant orgy in Cabo, it doesn't matter. It's going to stay there. But if you get an STD, that shit's going to follow you out of, out of Cabo. So just remember that, guys. You know, if you're, if you're in Cabo and have an orgy, just remember, be safe. Um... So they're walking down the hallway and Steven asks Dieter to remember Elsie's room number, which is like two doors down. Like, don't worry about it, Steven. They're just, we can probably knock on the wall and they can hear us. Don't worry. Don't worry. We know where they are. And then it starts the day drinking pool montage. And these kids are wild. They're like drinking these frozen drinks, having a blast. Sam finds like money in the pool like there's a random shot of him holding a one dollar bill it's like no don't ruin your money like I know you guys are rich but I'll take your one dollar I, I mean I will hold on to your pennies if you need me to I'll help you um Kristen's ignoring Steven and bringing frozen drinks to Sam and that's when you hear Kristen and I feel like I might say this loud so I'm backing up from the microphone a bit but you just keep hearing this voiceover of her going, Sam, like just yelling, Sam, Sam. I hope that doesn't hurt your ears. I'm trying not to say it super loud. But you just hear her saying Sam like 20 times and Steven looking on and LC looking at Steven. And production really did a really great job with that one. So Kristen and Jessica are getting ready for the night. And Jessica asks, asks if she will hook up with Sam and then says Sam is porn star looking hot. Which is something Alex H. says in season two. So I don't know if production was like, remind people he looks like a porn star so he's really hot. And I don't know. Are porn stars really hot though? I feel like porn stars look like CW actor rejects. I don't know. I don't know. But we need to know that Sam could be a porn star if he really wanted to. So everyone, the next scene, it's beautiful. It should be in history books all around the world. Um, everyone is wasted in this club. I'm pretty sure it was Frisky Frog. I don't know if I'm right about that. Um, I know in season three they go to the zoo. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're at the zoo now. I don't know where they are. But they're in like this gross club with green lights, which is really stressful. I feel like if I was in a club that only had green lights, I would be a wreck to begin with just sensory rise I don't know but Kristen's talking about where she gave a lap dance to Sam and then she gives another lap dance and then she gets on the bar she is just living her best 16 year old life sorry if you can hear sirens I again per usual when I'm recording something happens and hopefully they're okay but um Kristen's up there dancing in her platform sandals in her short skirt and her pink tank top living her fucking dream and having a good time and Elsie's doing like this little shoulder dance while she's watching everything happen and then um Steven starts getting jealous and Steven gets real jealous and Steven's only 16 and Steven's wasted 
And I know it's 2019 and I just had to look at the date to make sure it was 2019. I know it's 2019 and slut shaming is not okay. You should not be calling people sluts unless you're trying to empower them. Like, damn girl, you a slut. You look, no, don't do that. Actually. A lot of people don't like that. But in 2003 or 2004, everyone called everyone a slut. So rewatching it, it's like cringe city, right? You're kind of like, what the fuck, Steven? Like, you're not supposed to treat women like that. And I don't know. I feel like if you went to most high schools now, boys still act like that, which sucks. And I'm not saying the way Steven acted towards Kristen was okay, but I think I understand it a little more because he was in high school and slut was a word that was thrown around like crazy. Like, everyone said slut. And, I mean... Paris Hilton used to call everyone a slut. You know what I mean? Like, you guys will laugh at Brandon Davis calling Lindsay Lohan a fire crotch, but I I mean, Stephen was hurt. Stephen was 17. Stephen was drunk. And I'm sure Stephen right now wouldn't slut shame people. So we love growth. And I just went on a tangent about slut shaming, I guess. But that's my take on it. I know during lives, people are like, you know, that's disgusting. He did that. And you just have to remember they were young and it was, it was a different time, you know, where slut shaming was a thing, but it didn't have a name. It was just like, Hey dude, chill out type of thing. Um, so yeah. And then when she's making out with Sam is when we hear the slut shaming heard across the world. You know, he gets in her face and Kristen's like, fuck you, and continues to have fun and hanging out with porn star Sam and just living her life. And Steven, Steven's pissed. But one thing, I don't think I ever caught it until right now. Steven is like behind Kristen at the bar yelling at her. And it's before he pulls her away onto the balcony and he's like, you're such a fucking slut. And she's like, don't you ever call me, you fucker. But he's, like, really screaming at Kristen, and Elsie, like, gets in between and pushes Steven away, which I actually think is a good move on her part. I know Elsie kind of gets shit on a lot for always being about Steven, but, you know, she did stop that fight, and she did kind of try and, try and calm the situation, at least, right? But I have something to say. The real tri- love triangle here was not Elsie, Kristen, Steven. It was Kristen, Sam, Steven. Like, I feel like the whole first half of this whole series is about those three. But Sam didn't want to be filmed, so it didn't matter. So fuck you, Sam. You really, you really messed us up with a couple good scenes, I'm sure. All right, Sam, I'm mad at you right now. Maybe I'll get over it. Maybe I won't. I guess we'll have to find out. But then, um... You know, after the fight, Steven's out of the bar and he's like, where's Elsie? But that's just a random voiceover because his mouth doesn't move. Like, it's filming the back of his head and he turns as the last, like, Elsie part and his mouth isn't moving. So production, you really, you really got us with that one. I'm happy. I'm happy about it because that was, that was quite the scene. So next morning, they're all at brunch or lunch and talking about their plans to ice out Kristen because she was annoying. Um, and basically, like, I don't know. I feel like Steven keeps saying how fun Kristen is, and Elsie's just reminded she's not fun. Like, I feel like that's kind of a theme for the whole series. And even in the Hills, I know a lot of people don't like the way Elsie acts. Um, I am I'm a little Team Elsie. I'm a lot Team Elsie when it comes to the Hills, but, you know. She, she looks like she's the friend who's always trying to look out for friends. 
but also trying to steal your man, so don't trust her. <laughs> then we flash back to Laguna with zaddy chats, as I like to call it. Jim and Dennis, they're talking about, you know, their girls being in Cabo, and Dennis hadn't heard from Kristen, which we know why. Kristen's been living it up. And one thing I thought was really sweet was Jim asked Elsie to trade off being moms with the others. You know, Jim's like, I want you to take care of your friends, but, you know, you can get a little weird too. And I don't know. A lot of people have, like, messaged me about their underage drinking. And in season two, I feel like you see it a lot more than season three. I mean, season one, geez. But um, I don't know. I feel like people drank in high school when I was in school. People would drink at school. And, you know, people would have these parties and their parents would take keys so no one would leave. Things like that. So I just feel like everyone kind of needs to move on from the fact that these teenagers were drinking. Obviously, getting drunk in Cabo is pretty wild. Like, <laughs> I still have never been drunk in Mexico and I'm 27. But, um, you know, they were their parents were aware and hopefully if they did have parties or anything, their parents were, you know, smart about it and wouldn't let people leave or anything like that. But anyway, Dennis said he was trying to reel Kristen in and Jim said that was useless. <laughs> so then there's like a really weird scene where Steven's on a boat and goes skimboarding. And before he goes skimboarding, the guy who he's with, I'm not sure, it's not Dieter or Trey, I'm not sure who he is, but he's like, so many people have died here. <laughs> King Stephen, skimboard King Stephen doesn't care. He ain't scared. He goes right into those waves and skimboards his little heart out in Cabo. But it's just like a random scene. I'm like, no, you should have showed us something else. Because the next scene, again, is Jessica and Kristen getting ready for dinner this time. And apparently Stephen went up to Kristen to apologize and she told him to get out of her life. Like, where were the cameras? I didn't need to see Stephen go skimboard a dangerous area. I would rather see Steven get told off by Kristen after he slut-shamed her. Like, that's what I'd rather see. This is like when Lauren said she got hit in the face with a balloon at the bonfire. We deserve that content, content MTV. If you have it anywhere, send it to me. I will post that shit. I promise you. I really want to see it. The next scene I like to call the drama dinner. Um, it's nothing but drama. It's nothing but production with all these side-eye looks and all this stuff, and Steven's like, are we going to watch a movie? Which is kind of like Netflix and chill, but Elsie's like, there are no movies, Steven. Like, please just eat your food off your own plate. Stop eating the food off my plate and slow down your roll. Stop drinking so much. And Steven just wants to stay with her, and, you know, he says, he's like, the sound of your voice makes me want to stay. And to be honest, like, if a guy said that to me now, I'd be like, okay, I'll stay. Like, yeah, you win. <laughs> like, even though that's such a line, like, yeah, I'm really into whatever you just said, and I'm, I'm here for it, so thank you for, for saying that. But um, one of the best scenes is when, of course, Steven looks across the table and mouths, I love you, to Kristen, and Kristen rolls her eyes, and then Steven and Kristen, I mean, Steven and Elsie leave together. Really quick, I want to say, during my interview with Kristen, she talks about that, and I asked her what advice she'd give her, you know, 16, 17-year-old self. She was like, don't get blackout drunk on camera. And I just, I want to say, Kristen, thank you for getting blackout drunk on camera and giving us this episode. So then we have the next morning where Steven and Elsie are walking down the beach, and you're kind of thinking they're going to talk about the night before. But then Steven says to Lauren, she's like, that was so bro of you to take care of me yikes 
Like that is such a, that's so painful hearing that. I was like, oh damn. I mean, ugh. Steven has decided that Elsie is a bro. She's just another bro, but maybe he'll hook up with her sometimes. I don't know, but that that's painful, right? Like being called a bro. I can't imagine anything worse than the guy you like calling you a fucking bro. Like, mm, okay, I'll just go, I'll go fuck myself then. So, um, that's the end of Cabo. The end of Cabo ends with Steven and Elsie walking down the beach and talking about how they're going to be in San Francisco together. Really sweet moment, but Elsie's a bro, so, you know, that's what you get. Um, Kristen Morgan and Alex are at Wahoo's Tacos, which I highly recommend if you're in Laguna. They're great. Uh, I went there. Really good food, really good tacos, and really good um, guacamole, too. And Kristen says they left Cabo bad, but Steven apologized through text message. And it kind of like threw me off because I remember, I mean, I think I was a junior in high school when texting no longer cost like 50 cents a text. Um, So they must have really made their flip phones work. You have to do that T9 and then whatever that bill was. God bless them. God bless them. Um... And then Steven is with the bros at Trey's house. They're back at the bros. And it's kind of like back and forth between Kristen and Steven talking about what happened in Cabo, which we shouldn't talk about because what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo, but they're breaking that rule. And they just keep going like back and forth and back and forth. And all I could think of was in Greece when Danny and Sandy were talking about their summers and how the stories are completely different. Um, Yeah, so I just wanted you to have that little little thought of mine and um one thing that Kristen did say is that Steven's mad when she's with Sam but she can't be mad when he's with LC and I was kind of like yikes like that's another like yikes moment um that's also immaturity you know jealousy immaturity all this stuff so that was really interesting and then um back around to the bet that $50 bet that Dieter and Steven made um (laughs) Steven's like I made that with sober intentions. Okay. So when I was in eighth grade, I was like, <laughs> that's so funny. Homeboy was wasted. Homeboy and Elsie probably hooked up and that's that. But she's his bro now. So they're buds. They're, they're not going to do that again, right? I don't know. Will they? We'll have to wait and see. And then the last scene is with Lo and Elsie, which is perfect. Well, there's actually a last, last scene, which is bizarre, but... Lo asks Elsie if she hooked up with Steven. And all Elsie does, she goes, Lo. And then that's kind of it. Um, what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. And then, like, the last scene is Steven just standing there in his bathing suit, holding his skimboard, looking out of the ocean. And, like, it's like a montage of, like, him and Kristen and him and Elsie. And it's like, who's he going to choose? Find out next week. <laughs> like... It's it's such a weird scene and it's so cringeworthy rewatching it. And like after this episode, I was like, no wonder why Steven and Dieter don't want to do lives with me, really. You know, they're they're a fan of the page, they're a fan of me being positive on the page, but like, yeah, I get why they don't want to relive Laguna. Um But if the low and L scene moment was the last scene, it's kind of perfect because excuse me. One of the questions I get asked the most is what happened between Lo and LC. 
That's like number one. Everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. And everybody wants to talk about it. And the only thing, so I know a couple things. I know that um, in what was it, season season two or season three when um, Elsie is like, well, Jen's the reason Lo and I got in a fight and stopped talking. So there were a lot of rumors going around that Lo was selling stories to the tabloids, basically like selling whatever she could to make money about LC. And Jen's the one who's allegedly, I don't want to get sued by Jen Bunny. And allegedly, <laughs> Jen Bunny is the one who spread that rumor. So um, allegedly, it wasn't Lo at all. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even using allegedly correctly. I just want people to know this is just what I've heard. I don't know if it's facts. Gem Bunny, please don't sue me. <laughs> but that's why they stopped talking after high school. It seemed like that. And then after the Hills, I th- I mean, someone the other day commented that Lo wasn't even at Elsie's wedding, which isn't true. Elsie had her in her wedding party. She was a bridesmaid. But I think, like, they just kind of had different lives. And I think Lo was probably kind of sick of being Lauren's sidekick, like she wanted her own career, which I don't blame her. So she may have tried to, you know, be a little bit more distant towards Lauren and more distant talking about the hills and things like that, which which I totally understand. And now she runs a really cool company. I'm actually going to buy like her anti-bloat pills to see if they help me. But um, that's kind of all that happened because there is a recent interview where Lowe said, yeah, I do still talk to Lauren. I met her baby. Her Lauren and her parents live in the same like housing complex in, um, in Laguna or gated community, not housing complex, gated community. I guess that's a housing complex, right? I don't know. But they live in the same area. So Lowe Lo still sees Lauren and everyone talks about social media. And I don't know. I... I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people were like, well, she didn't congratulate Lauren on her baby on social media. Okay, like, that doesn't make you a bad friend. And maybe Lauren didn't, you know, maybe she called Lauren, maybe she texted. So I think that there's a lot of gray area, but I know that's why they stopped talking at first was allegedly, because of Jem Bunny allegedly, saying low, um, was spreading rumors to tabloids and stuff like that. Um, and then after the Hills, I genuinely think they probably grew apart a bit. I mean, Lauren got, Elsie went and got married. She has a kid now. Lo is living in New York. Well, she's been like coast to coast, but she's back in New York and just doing the damn thing. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's as big as everybody says. I think it's probably not on social media as much and maybe Lo. And her have decided not to post their friendship on social media because Lo does want to have her own identity, which I get. Really fun. I did see a um, teaser clip from the Hills new trailer and it looks just like the old Hills. And it's even like filmed in like dark, weird, like um, there's a dinner where they're fighting. They fight at a um, nightclub. Audrina yells at Misha Barton. I want to post it, but I don't know if MTV will come at me like a fucking piranha and sue me. Because I don't have money to pay MTV. <laughs> but MTV should pay me. But anyway, anyway, on another note. Um, yeah, so it's going to premiere on April 4th. Thursday night, April 4th. And I will do an emergency bo- podcast about it. I don't know if I'm going to keep up with it, though. Because that's a lot of work. <laughs> Honestly, especially if MTV like doesn't want to loop me in on anything. But, um, but yeah, April 4th is going to be the premiere date for The Hills. And then next week... 
Alex H is going to be joining us. She's going to um, be a guest on the podcast. We're not going to talk too much about Laguna because we did that on the live. There are a couple things that she would like to talk about. So we're going to talk about, you know, what she wants to. And we're also going to do the advice stuff. We're going to do the advice at the end. Um, I have I didn't really do advice this time because um, the Low and LC and Hills premiere date and announcing the guest was kind of what I wanted to talk about at the end. But um, so Low and LC, they're friendly again. Even if, you know, Low doesn't follow her on social media, it's okay, guys. Premiere date for the New Hills is Thursday, April 4th, and next week Alex H. is going to be joining us, and I'll put up a questionnaire so you guys can ask for advice, and I hope you have an awesome week.